Hey everyone, welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. What's up? How are you doing today? I feel really, really great. And it's the first time in a while that I feel like I can say that. And you want to know why? It's because I realized that I have to stop taking life so seriously. I take life really seriously and I investigate my inner world daily. I try and figure out what's going on, where I'm triggered, what's happening, what's going on internally when I react to something instead of responding. And it can become a hindrance at times because I forget that I have to lighten up. I'm always so deep in investigation mode. I'm trying to figure things out and I'm trying to look and see what the bigger idea is. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's really transformed my life in a lot of ways. I'm never going to say that it's a bad thing to question and to want to see things from a different perspective. That's why I have this podcast. So talking about my shifts that are going on, but you also have to have fun. And I think that self-improvement can be fun. There's a lot of aspects in it that help you return back to your inner child and play. And I forgot about that part for a little bit. I forgot how to feel like joyous (laughs) And I guess I just thought about it as naive, but just innocent. Like, I feel I've been navigating with this kind of chip on my shoulder that I'm not innocent because so many things have happened in my life that made me have to open my eyes and not become naive. But there comes a point where you can't let the stuff that happened harden you. You know, you have to eventually at some point let go of the hard stuff and just remember to be, and I'm kind of laughing because you don't really remember to be, you know, you just are, but I've been forgetting about just existing instead of doing, you know, like I just have forgotten how to have fun in some points. So that's what this episode is going to be about. My journey with having to lighten up a little bit. Because everything else has been feeling super heavy. So let's explore that. The year was 2020. It was March, actually. I had just gotten back from Iceland. Somewhere I've been dreaming about going for years now. Right before everything shut down and the world became what it is today, which sounds so crazy because it's still 2020, but it was a real different time. I think I came back March 2nd, March 3rd, maybe. And I remember John mentioning like, oh, my mom said that stuff is going on, like COVID's rising. 
And we had heard about COVID, I guess, in the beginning of 2020 with everything in China going on and that dictating the news, but it felt very distant. And I think that was a little naive, I guess, that it wouldn't come here, that I wouldn't really be impacted by it. So why would I care? And that's truly how I think that we get into so many issues is that we think that an issue for one person is separate from you, but it's not. Collectively, there's an energy there. So nothing happens in isolation. But I really didn't think anything of it. When we went through customs in Iceland, they were actually asking a lot of questions at that point, which I see now as something that they were really ahead of us with because I got into the United States. There was nothing out of the ordinary except for a few people wearing masks. And I remember looking at them like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, I think you're overreacting. Kind of judgmental. I was judgmental of people wearing masks at that point. March 2nd, 3rd, like I said. (laughs) Don't remember. And then I think that John's mom, oh, we went to go visit them. And she, like, didn't want to, like, even hug us or anything because of COVID already. And we were like, what's going on? And then we started experiencing, I guess, fear about what was going on. I remember going to the grocery store, like, before everything got shut down. And being like, oh, wow, there's really not much to, to buy around here. That's pretty crazy. And then I remember maybe, like, two weeks into quarantine... I had been going to the supermarket kind of frequently just to get out of the apartment. And then I realized, like, that's kind of risky to just keep going to the supermarket, like, not having anything prepared. And even just going out because John has some lung issues. So we were really nervous about him and still are to this day. And then I started getting food delivered, really feeling anxious about everything. And then I was a little bit excited about working from home. And I feel, I don't feel guilty for saying that, but I do feel guilty for saying it because at first I was like, wow, this is great. I get to work from home. And then I got more time. I felt like I was getting more time back because I didn't have to deal with my commute. I got like at least two hours back in my day just from commuting alone. And I was like, wow, I'm super lucky. This is wonderful. Like I worked out, this worked out really well. I remember the stimulus checks coming in. I was like, holy shit, I'm getting more money when nothing's changed except for me spending less. And I recognize that privilege now. And I've been unpacking that because I've had this sense of guilt for being in the situation that I'm in when people are dying. And as someone who knows grief so well I know that kind of pain and I started unpacking that recently like things aren't good in the world in the beginning I was very shut out and I was naive about it and I chose the mindset that I fared way better than other people and I felt grateful for what was going on and now I think about that in a selfish way because so many people lost their lives because of this There's so many things going on in the world that are truly detrimental. And I've been feeling that heaviness after unpacking that and being like, wow, who am I to feel joy about what's going on for me when other people are suffering in the way that they're suffering? 
And there's been other things coming up where I've just been like past things coming up. I think related to that is that I was always selfish in a way that I think hurt other people. Like I took action out of my own need to take action without any regards for how other people would be impacted by it. And I think that's both a good thing at times and a really not good thing in others that there's parts of my life where I want to be like that, where I want to take action in my own good without any consideration for other people, because I cannot take other people, like take care of other people. I have to take care of myself and that can be an act of self-love for sure. A hundred percent. It can be. And I strive to do that in certain aspects of my life. But then in other aspects of my life where I've taken action without any regards for other people, but I was actually hurting myself and them in the process by taking that action. That's a very different kind of situation. But I realized that I was selfishly looking at the situation as a whole and then also just kind of blocking out how it was impacting everything, including me. I was only looking at the good in it. And then I realized that, oh, wow, there's a lot of not great things in this. Like, I don't feel like I have freedom to take action in the way that I want it, that I want to take action. And that's true. I mean, I do have freedom in that I could still take the action if I wanted to, I guess. But like, sometimes I can't. So it's been like this bizarre kind of realization that there's some things that I can't do where I used to be able to do them. And then there's a very big social implication from what's going on. I don't interact with anyone except for my boyfriend on a daily basis, which I mean, I love interacting with him, but not interacting with a lot of people in this way and like a physical way is a big deal. And I've just been really consumed by the heaviness of all of this lately. And I feel bad saying that as well, because like I said, I have fared a lot better than most people in this situation. But I also think that I understand grief pretty well in my life. And I understand the pain of the world right now, probably better than a lot of people too. Because I'm still feeling that pain personally. My dad died in May 2019. No, that's not that long ago. My first dad died in 1996. Still hurts. I knew a lot of death in just not only my own family life, which that is true, but in other families that I was close with, it happened very frequently. Like, that's all I knew. That one thing was certain, which is true, but death. And unpacking that, I guess, in our own mortality and seeing just how this is playing out on a grand scale and it's on the surface of everything has felt really kind of dark for me personally. And I've been dealing, like I said, with that darkness for a little while. And I forgot about the light. I forgot about the beauty behind some of these painful moments. Like I've seen them only as pain instead of as moments of love and of happiness because it is true it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. Because you understand what love is when you lose someone. I think you hold on to people tighter because you know that not everyone's going to be there 
forever. And I think that I can really appreciate more people in my life because of what I've been through. And it's transformed me in a way that I cannot explain. So I feel like with 2020 and COVID-19 and all the places where there's hatred and then people trying to rise up against the hatred, this world has been crazy. One thing after the other this year. And it, not even one thing after the other. Everything going on at the same time. But I can't help but think that something has got to give. Maybe there's some deeper purpose behind everything that is going on and all the pain. There's got to be something deeper in this. And I'm remembering that that's happened in every single moment of pain and hardship in my life. That something came out of it that transformed me for the better. Real transformation happens in the hard moments. And there's room for silliness and love and joy and laughter. There's room for that in the hard times too. And maybe we can take some of these experiences and be lighter about them. I think about even just my stress with work. And I realized that the implications of what's going on at work and this stress, like the biggest implication is me being unhealthy from being so stressed. Like that's the biggest thing. So how can I give so much energy and all this angst to a job where that job doesn't define me, where I know it's not forever and I care a lot about helping people and that's what my job is about. And I do a really good job. And I make mistakes sometimes, but it doesn't have to be this big deal where I lose my sense of worthiness because I make a mistake because that's life. We make mistakes. We don't know. Or we just, you know, we know and then we forget. And it doesn't have to be so serious. We don't have to be so hard. We can have fun. We can have a good time. We can love and just be grateful and not stress out so hard about it. I do recognize that this is harder for some than it is for me. Again, I am privileged to be able to have this mindset. But again, I've also been through pretty hard circumstances. And I know what going to the negative mindset does for your mental health, for your well-being, your physical health, for everything. There's a lot that comes from hardening yourself and there's a lot better that comes from learning and healing and growing and laughing and having a good time. What if we let ourselves have a good time and be excited and play more? What if we took life a little lighter? So that's what I'm working on. Lightening up, having fun. And I'm also about doing what's best for me. And I know that that is so aligned. Because when I let myself have fun, I also realize that, oh, running can be fun. Moving my body can be fun. I have energy. This morning, I was I was stressing out a little bit. And I just kept saying over and over in my head as an affirmation, I'm going to have a really good day. And if something hard comes up, I'm going to handle it. And it's going to be great. I repeated that a lot this morning. I also repeated, don't sweat the small stuff. It's 
all small stuff. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time, but it is something that I come back to so frequently. It all is small stuff. Like one thing, one hardship doesn't define who you are. It's all just small things. And we can make those small things important by learning from them. But we can drop them by not beating ourselves up. I really just kept repeating, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. I'm going to have a really great day. Something big happens when you tell yourself those kinds of messages. Instead of like the messages that say, oh, why did you make that mistake? What's wrong with you? Why can't you just do this? What's wrong with you? Do you see the energy difference? There's a huge momentum behind the words that we say. They're based on belief systems. The words that we say to ourselves is 100% an underlying belief system. We can also change it. My voice used to be, I mean, the voice in my head used to be so mean. But if I actively make a decision to say something else, I start remembering to do that. So like this morning, it wasn't like, oh, I have to read my daily affirmations. It was just like one minute I was repeating these affirmations to myself and it was a really good day. And I got everything done that I wanted to get done. It was a really good day. And I said that this morning. And I also realized that everything that I was getting stressed out about was not a big deal. And I just was letting go of the small stuff every moment that I could. And I just want to have a good time. And I want to live long. And I want to be healthy. And I want to have fun. I want to be purposeful. And I am all those things when I decide to be. So today I decided I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to lighten up about the things that I'm usually hard about. And it made a really big difference. And I started this podcast saying I was feeling really good. And that is still true. And that has been the first time that I've been like excited and ecstatic to be alive. We have (laughs) some choice in the matter of how we feel. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but it's so true. I'm just realizing by actively making a choice to say affirmations that feel really good and to look at the negative patterns that aren't serving me without judging them can be a fun process. I can have fun doing whatever I'm doing. And it really has to do with a choice in changing your mindset about it. So that's really all I wanted to talk about today. Before I lead into the mindfulness moment, I'm going to pull a card and read it out loud. The card is from the Work Your Light Oracle Cards Guidebook, and I'll link it in the description. The card is called Break the Chain, Ancestral Patterns, Healing, Rewriting the Future. You are being called to heal your family line or free yourself from living the life of your ancestors. This could mean letting go of an old pattern of your maternal or paternal line. Healing trauma from the past that is not even yours or or observing old ways of being that no longer serve you. We carry emotional trauma in our luminous field for up to seven generations back. This is why family patterns can be the hardest to break. Often they are not even ours to begin with. But we do not know another way of being and so we continue playing out the drama. The thing to notice when ancestral healing comes up is that you cannot heal another person but your own healing can cause another person to choose to heal. Energy is freed up. 
You're being guided now to look at your life and decide how you want it to be. What ways of being or patterns are you ready to free yourself from? What part of your future do you want to rewrite? Now is the time to shake them off and dream a new future into being. Work your late action. What old ways of being from your family line are you ready to let go? Seek assistance from your support team, tribe, friends, healer, coach to begin freeing yourself from it. I definitely feel like that card resonates a lot. And it's interesting because my ancestral line is definitely complicated because I'm adopted. So I feel like I definitely have two different ancestral lines, even though I know biologically things can be passed down. I think that we also are affected by patterns when you're adopted. So it's been very interesting and on my mind lately. I hope that card resonated with you as well. And now for our mindfulness moment, if you are able to sit up and close your eyes. And if you're driving, maybe you just want to pause this and come back to it or just make a mental note. Where in your life can you lighten up a little bit? Do you find yourself taking everything very seriously? This is a very serious time right now. So it's been pretty common to feel a heaviness. And often it's hard to take things lightly when the world doesn't feel very light. But here I offer an invitation to remember the joy in today. Maybe there was a moment where you laughed, like you know that deep kind of belly laugh. Maybe someone you love give you a hug. Maybe you got a phone call from someone you love that lives far away or they haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe you got out of bed a little bit easier than you did yesterday. Maybe it was a little bit harder. But see if there was any moments of joy, any time that you smiled, any time that you laughed. And focus on that feeling. Because you're truly in the moment when you're experiencing joy. You are in your most natural state. Because in the moment, there's nothing wrong. You're just being. You're not worried about doing or how you're perceived by others. You're just there. In the beautiful way that you're meant to be. So I invite you to take a look at where you can be more present. See where you are present and you didn't even realize when you're 
embracing with someone you love or you're talking to someone kindly. Take note of that. Hold on to that feeling a little bit longer. Don't let it be a passing moment. Just remember that joy for a few moments longer than usual. That's what I'm going to be doing. If you want to take two deep breaths in with me, start with the inhale through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. One more time, deep breath in. And sigh it out. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you'll tune in next time.